Yasha, thank you for joining us today. We're very excited to have you here as a part of our Jepson Leadership Forum series. Uh, um, in your book, you write that the internet began as a Vietnam-era military computer networking project with the end goal of becoming a global surveillance system. Could you talk a little bit about that and what the dangers of that are, um, both historically and today? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that you know there was there was no conspiracy uh, to create this uh, global network uh, by the by the U.S. government. It sort of evolved that way, and it is important to remember um, that forgotten uh, Vietnam era history of the internet because a lot of the things that we're encountering with the internet today, as it's grown to become this mature network, that um, in, just encloses our lives in in a, in a major way, is that a lot of the problems that we're seeing actually can be traced back to the origins of this technology. The, the, the kind of the, 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 the more toxic elements of, of this network that we're seeing today, the propaganda, the fake news, the, it's, it's the, use of this, the use of this technology in geopolitical and political conflicts, uh, in warfare. Um, these are things that are, kind of, uh, that, are, that are kind of built into the technology. It's in a lot of ways why the technology was built, it was to wage uh, war as, as an information weapon for the, United, for the US government. We can understand um, that history so we can uh, maybe try to take hold of this technology today and try to figure out how to make it better and how to make it work for society rather than against it. So would you say that was a part of your motivation for beginning the Surveillance Valley project was to kind of delve into the history of some of these things? I knew the, the book was going to contain some history but I didn't realize there was going to be a, almost a full-on history book because 70% of the, of the book um, is really about the history uh, of yeah. the internet and, and, and a very small part of it is about contemporary uh, uh, companies, you know, like Google, Facebook, mm -hmm. uh, and, and Twitter, and, and, and their business model. It became clear that these companies, uh, their primary business model is surveillance. Um, they take, they, they track their users, uh, you know, uh, and then they try to turn that information and, and monetize that information by trying to figure out, you know, what people are interested in, uh, what, their, what, what kind of things that they might buy and, and target yeah. them with ads based on their, on their preferences. And so to do that, to figure out their preferences, they, you know, they, they surveil us uh, pretty much at every second and every, every day. Um, and so I realized that these companies engage in, in this pervasive constant surveillance as part of their business model. And the surveillance doesn't really differ much from what you know, we could think that uh, intelligence agencies or spy agencies like the NSA do. Um, and I wanted to understand, when did surveillance become uh, so important to the Internet? Was it something that uh, was introduced with this business model uh, in Silicon Valley? Was it something that was introduced only when Google started trying to make money or when Facebook started trying to make money? And when I tried to answer that question, when did uh, the Internet be become synonymous with the Internet, I, I started going deeper and deeper and further back into history. Almost, and all the way to the very beginning. At the yeah. end, you know, I went to the, the very origins of the technology because surveillance um, was part of the DNA of the Internet. So how would you, I don't know, describe the intersection between like, government use of that surveillance technology and the business model of the more market-based companies like Google, mm -hmm. Facebook, um, and the such? Yeah, I, I think you can't really separate them as cleanly as some people would like. Or, or because, well, for the simple reason that the NSA doesn't run its own Facebook, right? The NSA doesn't have its own Android phone. Yeah. The NSA doesn't run its own you know, mobile operating system that we all use. Uh, so these intelligence agencies, government intelligence agencies, uh, depend on these platforms that have been created by private companies like Facebook, like Apple. You know, the Internet has become actually much more useful to government agencies 
as it's become more popular and as it's become more commercialized and privatized and, and uh, went beyond this sort of military network that it was um, through the, up until the 80s and kind of through the mid-80s. Well, Yasha, that's all that we have for now. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me on.